0: Hello Playdate, this is Don and this is Nick and we fired Ryan. This week we are p- covering Playdate news,
1: recent indie
0: releases. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, before we get started we have a special guest. This week we have Ollie Ko, also known as Pixel Ghost, developer of many, many Playdate games including Life's Too Short, Life's the Number Too
2: Short, Unhooked, Time from Earth, and more. Ollie, how are you doing? Hey, I'm good, thank you. I'm not gonna, as already mentioned, I'm not gonna do the boops. I feel like we can we can have a boop-free episode, um, and then maybe, maybe more boops next time. It's it's your preference.
0: Sounds like you're applying for a permanent position (laughs) (laughs) then. You're coming in strong with that. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'm good. So we thank you so much. So if I remember right, you you were not a game dev. You started with Playdate, right?
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah. So my background before Playdate was in video games marketing. So I worked for Ubisoft, uh, Nintendo, and the Lego group. Um, lots of brand marketing, PR. Um, but when Playdate came through, it got me interested in, in trying to do something myself. Um, and Pulp became the the platform for that. So yeah, before before Playdate no dev experience and since then uh five five released and one one releasing soon over the last year or so so yeah Uh, oh yeah yeah five
0: yeah i guess i I see six on your page but life's too short is not out yet when does life's too short two what do you what do you call it just life's too short Unhooked.
2: yeah usually unhooked is short yeah it comes on on the 29th of august so that is um, to align with the catalog release as well. So it's already signed up for catalog um, being approved. So it's on pre-order at the moment on itch, um, but I'm looking to uh, do a simultaneous release on both, which is definitely beneficial because it gives me a little bit more time to debug as well. Um, Because I have to admit in the past, I've been more in a rush to get things out excitedly. So (laughs) this, this stops me from doing so.
0: So can I ask? Is the run-up for catalog kind of like they give you a date and ask you to hit it, or it's just further out and they say, "Hey, can can you hit this date?" Or
2: yeah, so for it's been different. So for a couple of the games that I've submitted, um, I submitted them a long time before, um, and then they like for "Life's Too Short" and "Time for Earth" were approved after the launch. Um, for "Unhooked," I've been uh, speaking with Arissa uh, for a little while and and sort of sent a build over, um, for them to test. The, the 29th of August was originally the, the date for, um, Christmas spirits catalog launch, Mm. but we decided to, to switch them around. So Christmas spirits going to be launching on catalog in September, um, and unhooked got the August, uh, date. So, but I think it's, it's due to, there's a bit of a backlog with, with more launches coming, uh, in between.
0: Cool. And it seems like they're on a pretty steady schedule with catalog.
2: Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah. Every, I think it's been every couple of weeks so far,
0: every other, every other Tuesday, they've been pretty faithful. We weren't sure at first, but that's definitely been exciting to see a steady release. Yeah. And life's too short. That was kind of one of the early games we championed. It was kind of one of the first itch games out the door. And we were like, Whoa, this is like a cute little bite-sized adventure when we didn't really know what to expect from the play date
2: yeah it's um yeah it's been a crazy right i remember when i first put it out there and i said if 10 people play this like i'll be over the moon if 50 play it then it's like life changing for me and now it's been 1500 or something and you know being being mentioned by you guys quite early and having good feedback and it was just something i threw together and the, the the ghost actually came about because I didn't know what to draw with eight by eight pixels and managed to throw together a ghost. <laughs> and from there, it's like, okay, now now I'll draw a haunted house. And what did we put in haunted houses? I'll put some. We'll put a witch and put this and okay, and maybe we'll connect them together. And so yeah, it's been great. And now I'm currently in the process of porting it over to Game Boy uh, via GB Studio. So oh. uh, that's coming relatively soon Pretty
0: huh cool. yeah it seems like there's a lot of overlap with the playdate community and the gameboy community i don't know <laughs> yeah. much about it and i think nick is messed around more with the gameboy rom stuff right nick
1: i've i've never messed with uh, gb studio but i'm i'm aware of it um okay. and yeah that, that's cool so uh those tools are sort of similar to pulp ish yeah, great? a
2: little bit. I think even even more intuitive, GB Studio. Um, so there's very little code. Um, mm. It's, you know, it's it's a lot of, you're still using variables and using if statements, but in a different sort of way. Um, so yeah, it just f- four times the amount of pixels and four times the amount of colors, different shades of green instead of black and white. So it's a, it's a good kind of next step in learning um, different ways to do pixel art and kind of taking one more step up. But yeah it's very intuitive, and I think also the appeal is the the smaller, more engaged community. I think that's certainly been a benefit for playday it's a you know it's a very small, very passionate community, and you're able to be more of a big fish in a small pond i guess mm-hmm. and I guess that's the the appeal also of game boy and I love handhelds. yeah
0: that's been cool. there's been like these uh kind of like stars of the playdate dev community and <laughs> definitely one of them where uh, there's like these big yeah. names that have a, a growing catalog and it's been cool where they were sort of unknown devs before that
2: yeah and things so. popping up all the time as well like i i'm always amazed by like uh castle tinting tintagel i had not know how to pronounce that <laughs> but that it, it sort of came out of nowhere and, and i think what's interesting about the playdate as well is that you know people that haven't made something before have Suddenly, launch a game that you you haven't even seen the development of, and okay, and you know you can imagine that there's a lot more kind of bubbling away under the surface that we've yet to see, and a more debut devs are able to to jump into the market and get people to pay to play their games, which is amazing. Yeah, that's it's incredible.
1: Um, out of curiosity, so you've developed a number of games now. Mm-hmm. Um, have you have you dived more deeply into Lua or, or C? Or are you uh, still, you know, firmly engaged with Pulp for the most part?
2: Yeah, so the the plan at the moment, it was to go from Pulp into Lua. And I me- I messed around with it. So w- bef- before I started with Pulp, I messed around in, in GameMaker. And I did the mm-hmm. tutorials where it was, write this code, like, write that code, write this code, write this code. Test it. Okay, it works. I have no idea why. <laughs> so, like, it's... That was the case after Pult with trying Lua. It mm-hmm. felt very similar. It's like this seems like a difficult step from, from this kind of intuitive web-based platform where getting the image to do something makes more sense to me. That's mm-hmm. why the the GB Studio felt like a good next step. And at the moment, I'm also doing tutorials on Godot. So mm-hmm. that that also feels like a good step further in terms of a more grown-up dev uh, environment so that's the plan it, and I imagine what will happen is I'll I'll port life's too short to to PC via Godot um, mm. which which means that I don't have to be creative each time I can just use the original idea and just you know take it one step further and one step further and, and have it evolve each time so yeah taking development more seriously is the idea over the next couple of years sounds great mm-hmm
0: Cool, yeah, it's it's cool to see you evolve and grow. And just before um, before we move on, I just wanted to mention if you haven't tried Hidden uh, Ollie's last game jam entry, mm-hmm. uh, I highly recommend giving that a shot. It's it's not kind of what I thought it was going to be, but uh, I think everybody should should try it. It's a very short game, but uh, I felt like it was important. And I like that you you talk about kind of social issues in all of your games. Like, mm-hmm. I noticed that all of your games have vegan options in the food or and most of them <laughs> reference vegan or vegetarian options.
2: Yeah, I, I also I so this 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 comes around partly from having some guilt around not doing something more big and meaningful with my life. <laughs> so, yeah. so I figure if I'm going to make something, I want to make something that at least maybe does some good or makes someone think a bit differently. Um, I I'm desperately trying to not make violent games so it's all it's the temptation always is ah oh, maybe i make a metroidvania or maybe i can explore this or that combat but for me the middle ground of making something meaningful or exploring some sort of social issue um, is is kind of a good balance in trying to do something meaningful with my life but also make video games for a living um so yeah unhooked also has a lot like it's you know it's a pirate game but mostly it's been inspired by the last eight months i've been traveling around the world and and met lots of different charities um and volunteered in places and and that again whilst it's a a humorous pirate game is very very centered in in kind of eco issues as well so yeah more to come
0: it's very noticeable
2: good the
0: the deliberate choices that you have made in your mm-hmm. in your game design or your narrative design. Well, it's appreciated. I yeah. I, I appreciate playing uh shooting games and I want that that release but, Yeah. Uh, but this is this also is is much appreciated. Anyway, just wanted to say that while well, I have a chance to talk to you in person. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um should we move on to some of the uh the big news from the Playdate Community Direct? Let's do it. Yes, yeah. good. So, uh, Ollie found this link from GamePur or GamePure, Pure, uh, which we'll link in the show notes, and it's a cool site because they did like a write-up of every announcement at Tiny Yellow Machines game game. Excuse me, Playdate Community Direct. But there's a ton of ads, so excuse us if it, if we're a little if we stutter a bit to load the page over and over and over. But uh, Tiny Yellow Machine took submissions for several months from the whole community, and. Everyone did an outstanding job. All these developers, there were over 30 games shown and announcements shown. Uh, All of them had sound and music and animations and whatnot and made like a big community direct. And this was about 50 minutes long. It was more exciting than some of the major publisher directs that we got over kind of the E3 season in June. And everybody just did a fantastic job. It was really stunning to see this level this high quality level and uh delivery of our beloved playdate news
2: yeah i have to echo like the work like it it was it far surpassed my expectations in terms of this as a direct like in terms of the amount of content the quality of the announcements you know a lot of us devs involved in this are just trying to throw something together like and the the amount of quality and the the creativity and the games and the videos i think it was great job um, by Tiny and a Machine as well throwing it together. Like I was so impressed. Absolutely,
1: uh, ton ton of work went into this, and it's quite obvious. Um, so uh, very cool,
0: very much a labor of love. And of course, we'll put a link in the show notes. It is still hosted on YouTube, but we're just gonna kind of buzz through the list here and um, give our impressions and whatnot. And some of these games are available now or there's demos available now, or there's placeholders on itch. But in the article, there's links, I think, to everything, or pretty much everything. So if there's something that piques your interest, you can hop on and dig a little deeper. So it started with Tau, which is sort of a, what is this, like a Sonic the Hedgehog bonus level kind of Tempest spinning?
1: 3D World Runner meets Tempest.
0: Yeah. Um, I played this demo, and you use the crank to spin the world, while your ship just shoots and you're kind of moving stuff and trying to get through gates. And it works very, very smoothly. So um, I am excited to play more. The music is very high paced, very energetic. So do you guys give this a try yet?
2: No, I haven't yet. Um, but it, the fact is from the Legend of ETA dev is mm-hmm. is what sells it, I think. I still haven't played as much as I'd like to of that game. But the 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 quality and the pushing of the, the devices potential is is very high on that game.
0: I see this one showing up in our, our high score beatdown channel uh, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> Once we figure out the rules, I was able to get to like stage two, I think. I don't know how. And there's bonus multipliers and stuff. So I see that coming up. Um, next up was a game called Cranky Dog. And it was a, a, a adventure narrative game about dogs growing on trees or something. I don't know, look cute. I'm looking forward to another adventure game on the uh, play date. I'm sure Nick will be trying this one. Same. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Sense of human looks great.
0: Um, from Mr. Danny Diaz or Dietz um, under the castle. I've been watching this one for quite a while. Do you guys know more about this uh, Zelda style kind of cadence of Hyrule looking game? No, no.
2: Um, he's
0: been posting updates for uh, like, I feel like a year.
2: Yeah, it looks great. It, it, this was the highlight of the show for me, I think. I think the, the this is a game that I'd love to play right now. Like, it looks. It's one of those games that I look at and I'm like, I wonder if you're also bringing this to more platforms because this needs to be seen <laughs> by as many people as possible. Right? Very, very high quality. Yeah, I, I hope he
0: is. It, it looks very much like um, Crypt of the Necrodancer meets a little bit more Zelda stuff. So um, that's under the castle. Uh, Wide Out coming from scenic route software uh he's been teasing it for a while uh, a narrative game and also you're gonna miss the bus an endless runner where you are a little skateboard dude i think or you're a little runner guy i think skateboards were involved okay. at some point
1: you you can get an optional skateboard power up
0: okay mm-hmm. um i think that's coming pretty soon but it looks really fun i know he's been working on that for a while um radar and rockets out right now on itch from uh kota i'm just gonna i need more devs to have names like pixel ghost so that i can pronounce them (laughs) that's my own ignorance i guess but radar and rockets i did play this one i don't know if you guys tried it but i i need to read some uh, instructions or something it is not as like cut and dry easy to figure out as the trailer would lead you to believe
1: it it sounds like missile command uh with a rotational aspect Um, is, is that the case or is it quite different?
0: That's what it looks like, but the radar only shows a tiny sliver. And so you're constantly getting hit, but you can't really control the radar. You control the gun as far as I can tell. So you'll be hitting, getting hit in the dark constantly. And you're kind of waiting for the radar to come around and show you the bleeps, Uh, but they're coming way faster than the radar moves. So, I mean, there's no way to know that they're coming. So I must be missing something. Maybe there's a way to switch to like switch between the gun and the radar and speed up the radar and then switch back to the gun to move that. I don't know. I need I need to dig in deeper, but uh, it is very slick and and the sound and whatnot is great. So check out the trailer for that one: Radar and Rockets, Ribbit Rabbit Special. Ribbit Rabbit was a fairly early play a game that we've talked about on the podcast in the past, but this one yeah. adds a new biome and uh, some new touches. Um, You guys both played this, I'm guessing?
2: The original, yes. I have not, unfortunately, but this will change. It's like a little
0: adventure Frogger Frogger style movement, but an adventure game. Mm. Um, Highly recommend checking it out. And it's coming to catalog as well. It's on itch now, but the update is coming to itch if you purchased it in the past. Uh, Solar Descent is a retro dungeon crawler. It's got little puzzles and stuff. There's a demo available now. Um, it's a little bit buried, so you might have to search it because the demo came out quite a while ago. Uh, Void Blazers, I did notice that I think Ollie backed this one. So, Ollie, have you
2: tried yeah. this one? I haven't tried it yet. I didn't, it's, there's not a demo yet. I have pre-ordered it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: I noticed a lot of them are up for pre-order. So
2: Yeah, uh, yeah so my cash is down for this one, but it looks really nice.
0: Twin stick shooter with no sticks, just the play date is what it's advertised as. <laughs> Looks super slick. I love the uh, ship designs, so that's Void yeah. Blazers. Uh, Gotta Bounce. Love the trailer for this one. A new Muflo on Cloud game. Uh, he's the dev behind Stars of the Screen, which was another fantastic game. I don't know what this game is. I don't think it showed any <laughs> gameplay footage, but the trailer was still great.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure I couldn't cope with this trailer. I was trying to figure out what was going on. <laughs> but i'm very intrigued uh bouncing
0: will happen soon so check out the devs website for updates
2: something's gonna happen
0: yes um beat fish a game that was part of the last uh play jam from pizza dev if i remember correctly pizza fuel pizza fuel Fuel yeah uh was really fun a really fun play jam game so now it's getting like a full release and will be coming soon uh, crank Blade, players swing their blade using the crank. I'm kind of glad we we're seeing a lot more crank-based games. I know people complain about the crank, so there's like a big push to get away from the crank for a while. <laughs> and now we're coming back to the crank. Um, it looks like a roguelike, but we, we don't know a whole lot yet.
2: Uh, Weird story. Too. My friend uh, was watching the um, direct of me, and he said, oh, the crank, are you going to get one of those for your play date? I'm like, it has a <laughs> crank. He thought, he thought it was like a paid add-on. <laughs> <laughs> like a peripheral <laughs> Oh,
0: money marketing opportunity yeah yeah add extra cranks Sticking crank yeah suggest that to play date yeah. <laughs> the super crank or something they need
2: to the speak doc you just need more cranks <laughs> uh well it's
0: funny because ollie and i were talking about uh what was it blockbuster
2: yeah before the show yeah
0: and he didn't notice the mechanic because he wasn't using the crank so we're so used to not using the crank now because there was so much pushback yeah. about using the crank. Um, a bunch of games coming from uh, Ledbetter, one of our favorite devs here. Art And is coming to, well, it is now on Itch. It's previously been in the catalog, but now you can get it on uh, Itch. And it's got some new art exhibits and an updated version with new experiences is coming very soon. And also Dog Nose is getting further chapters. Uh, chapter one is out right now. You can find out more on uh his website which there's a link here and bubble bubble i was all excited because i thought it was out but it's just <laughs> he's, he put a placeholder up so <laughs> it's going to be like a concept game um an experience
2: so I, I really need to sit down with the art and games and just give them a f- some hours just to go mm-hmm. through everything like i've played i've dabbled in all of them and there's some life's too short exhibits in in all of them well most of them um, but I really just need to go through because he he will tell me about things that I would I had no idea that was in there. So I really need to to explore it in in depth because I'm there is a lot more depth than I think a lot of people know in those games.
0: Something that can help is he announced a like a physical manual for the art games. Uh, he announced during the uh, Playdate Direct. So you can order like a 40-page manual to get through them. But yeah, and he has a poster available for the Halloween edition. Ardoine, I think it was called, yeah. which mm-hmm. I've got over here. Yeah, it's like a, a whole schematic of where to go. Nice. I could not figure it all out on my own for sure. <laughs> They're very deep. Uh, Nightingale is like a, a dark adventure game. Looked very spooky, very, I don't know, cool. I thought it was I thought it was like a remake of Last of Us because the character's name is Ellie. But uh, maybe similar vein from Kodiak Games. Hot, hot, hot! This one really caught my attention. Big fan of the Cure song, but this one—the animation just looks awesome. Kind of this anime animation—you're running around delivering donuts on a beach. Do you guys check this one out?
2: Yeah, uh, this looks. Yeah, it looks. It looks very nice. I'm I'm still trying to figure out what the the game loop is on it, but it looks very nice. The artwork's great.
1: I completely miss this one. Is this like a Kaboom meets Crazy Taxi kind of deal?
0: Uh, I'm trying to remember Kaboom. I'm thinking of Crackpots. I don't remember Kaboom. You're, you're catching were, the uh, bombs uh, as they fall. Oh, from the... you're throwing the bombs. You're throwing the donuts at people who are ordering donuts, but you're running back and forth and jumping on a beach. Okay. So a little diner dashy, Crazy Taxi ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. The website for that is Hot X Three. Hot hot hot. That's pretty
1: good.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Hana or Hannah? Puzzle game. Uh, not a whole lot of details. Mm, you're a special agent. Uh, King of Shibuya. We'll have to check that one out more. Looks like it was made mm-hmm. in pulp. Yeah, it looks pulpy. Looks pulpy. Finally, getting a realistic fishing simulator. Which we I thought mean, we'd be getting hundreds of, but this there's is the- a lot of pressure on this as as the <laughs> first <laughs> big
2: fishing game. <laughs>
0: absolutely uh who is this coming from oh this is coming from toad totally under control it looks really fun looks like there's a lot of features yeah Uh, i can't wait to play this one yeah Mm -hmm. and santo sisters of course fantastic comic book that keeps mentioning the play date inside of uh the advertising of the comic book so the next issue is coming soon with another play date nod uh which is really cool play date camera Button built this is by Tom Granger,
1: the thing I'm most excited about. <laughs> yeah, so you cool. want to talk about it, Nick? Um, sure. Uh, so this is a totally open source uh peripheral for your Playdate. Uh, it uses the USB C port and it's powered through an Arduino hooked to a camera sensor. And there's a, a 3D printed box that holds the camera sensor in the Arduino, uh, and you you put everything together uh, using the bill of materials that's provided in the GitHub repository, and then compile the code for the Arduino, and uh, install a little Playdate app, and it can speak to the Arduino through the USB-C, um, and there's a, a battery built in to the Uh, Bill of Materials, so it's actually charging the playdate at the same time that you're Mm. using it. Uh, It's so impressive though, um, because uh, having played just a little bit with the SDK, I know some of the limitations on how uh, file handling works and stuff like that. So they're doing some pretty imp- they meaning tom granger is doing some pretty impressive stuff uh with uh individual uh, frame storage uh so effects can be applied to uh photos that are taken just like the game boy camera if you're familiar with that uh but also rudimentary videos can be taken uh, sort of like animated gifs uh by turning the crank for a period of time and then those are uh Kind of mashed together and and stored on the playdate. Um, very very impressive, very impressive. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what what people are able to do with that. Um, the The little camera module box thing uh, allows the playdate to uh, be mounted in such a way that you're you have the camera pointing away from the playdate or towards the playdate, so you can put it in like a selfie mode or kind of a, a rear camera mode um anyway just uh I, if you can't tell i'm really really impressed by this <laughs> and uh i'm looking forward to to seeing more about it over time and seeing how it grows and changes
0: and you it's mounted with uh, the magnets on the playdate, right
1: yes yeah so That's the really cool. the little screw terminals um and then you you put some magnets in the 3D printed object. Uh, so pretty, pretty cool. Very clever.
0: Yeah, this is really neat. And you can build it right now. The instructions yep. are up on GitHub.
1: Yep. Just takes a soldering iron and some, some time, some patience. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: next up from pack, possibly axolotl is a game called Shroomville. All we know <laughs> is that it's coming soon or the word soon is somehow involved. That's, that's all we know. But looks cute. Choo Choo Mimic, coming from Low Tech Games. And uh, what is the other guy's name? Uh, Some famous YouTuber guy. I can't think of his name. John something. You guys are a lot of help today. Uh, Anyway, it's a (laughs) takeoff of uh, Choo Choo Rocket. uh, Similar gameplay type, but uh, looks really cool. It's coming to NES first, or NES emulators, I guess. And I'm sure it'll come to Dreamcast and Evercade and whatnot as well. But uh, it is coming to play date, so very excited to check that out eventually.
2: Yeah, this looks really nice. Another one, like high production, looks like good fun. You can see how this can get more and more complex off of a a relatively simple idea. Mm -hmm.
0: I like that it has the little uh, sidebars, too. Like it's got um, a marquee on the side of the screen.
2: Uh, What's this next game? (laughs) Holly, maybe
0: you want to take the wheel on this one.
2: So the next game is Life's Too Short Unhooked, which is the full sequel to, uh, to Life's Too Short. There is another sequel to Life's Too Short, which is kind of a semi-sequel, which is Life's Too Short Christmas Spirit. But yeah, this is... Uh, the little ghost is called up again. Uh, in, the, in the first game, he's sort of called up to, to fix a vampire's relationship. And in this one, he's called up by a pirate captain whose four wives have left him. Um, to get them back, which every time I say it, I almost regret the story, but you don't help him, trust me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You get to meet some amazing characters, lots of puzzles. This is way bigger scope than uh, the previous games. I think all in all, maybe an hour or two uh, play. I still need to iron out having some sort of flow so people get to the ending because I really like the ending. Um, but yeah, there's a lot more here than in the previous games. And for the direct I wrote, produced and sang a sea shanty <laughs> about the uh, story.
0: I saw you posting that in the uh in the comments, I think, on YouTube. People yeah. were talking about you singing and whatnot, and I was like, whoa, this dude's voice is way gruffer than his games.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there were some effects on uh oh, okay. on the voice as well, but yeah, it was a lot of fun
0: okay that's really cool um is there a save state on life's too short if it's a two-hour game
2: there is a save state yeah i've managed to in the first that when i released the first game i didn't realize that there weren't save states built into pulp so i made the whole thing and then realized that i had to program it as i went along um this time i did that as i went along so time time from earth has kind of a rudimentary save state thing where each it saves which day you're on and each day only can play out in, in a certain way. Whereas in this, uh, when you save an exit, it saves every variable and there are variables that, um, will also change how things look in the space. If, if you pick something up, um, it'll hide it if the variable is a certain way. So I, I'm not sure if that's the best way to do it, but it's the best way I've figured out. Um, and I think it's pretty close to, to working as it should as well. So, yeah, I'm. I'm quite amazed that it's that it's come together that way.
0: Cool. Well, as podcasters that play a lot of different playdate games, we're very happy to hear <laughs> saves on any game. Yeah,
2: we like to bounce back
0: and forth. It looks like this dude has two hook hands.
2: He does. He has two hooks, uh, two eye patches, two peg legs. Oh, two very unfortunate. Eye <laughs> <patch>. Yeah. <laughs> He's done it to himself uh, to become the ultimate pirate it's it's come from his own insecurities uh, hmm. which you will learn more about but uh yeah it's it's more his his doing than being unfortunate hmm.
0: well I can't wait to uh to hear more of his tale and play it soon August 29th right August 29th yeah all nice. right well I'm sure we'll be talking about it more soon mm-hmm and uh next up is um Along Came a Spider Valley of the Hollow. Um we've talked to the dev uh George Banks in the past. I can't remember what episode it was. It was around uh, 20 or so. But um, looking forward to this, I did not know what game this was when it when the trailer started. Like this looks very different than the first Along Came a Spider. Like it's really up the I guess production value of a playdate game, which is weird to say, but uh yeah, this looks way bigger and way more ambitious than the first Long Kingdoms Fire, which is also a very good game. So, yeah. um, very. I have to.
2: I have to add series. that the Fatno's games and George's uh, patience with animation in pulp is is incredible. <laughs> like having to the 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 amount of character that he manages to get through his animation is amazing, but it's painstaking. It's really difficult to do animation in pulp for bigger. Um, bigger sprites so again it's another great example of of that i, I wouldn't don't have, have even known this is
0: pulp as big as these yeah as big as these sprites look i, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have known yeah a mm. lot goes into that we'll have to give them some people have to give them a little crash course i guess we'll have to crank it up crank it up uh cs16 this is available right now for free it's a synthesizer and In the comments on YouTube, everyone's going nuts. So I don't know much about this stuff. But uh, there's some sort of synthesizer system on the Playdate, which is cool. And it's open source. Like They posted the source code and whatnot. Everybody was excited about that, too. So go make some songs.
1: Yeah, very cool. The Playdate has a really nice synthesizer chip um, built in. So uh, I've been waiting to, to see more. Uh, applications that allow you to manipulate that directly, uh, kind of like boogie loops. Um, so this is like, this looks like a more in-depth, uh, style of boogie loops.
2: So cool. Mm-hmm.
0: So Nick will be working on a new intro music for the podcast <laughs> very soon. It's one solid tone. Mm, yeah. One. <laughs> uh, next up is mindbap. From uh, Jamot, and this is sort of a Minecraft playdate game. So it's supposed to come out this month. So very soon. Have you guys heard of Trickle Greenweed Mermaid at Law? I have have not heard (laughs) of this. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: (laughs) I was very confused at this point. That's
1: an amazing title.
0: Yeah, it is. It's like a Phoenix Wright kind of game. Yeah. It was a very long trailer and it says that it was released on Game Boy in recent years. Huh? I would never heard of it, but it is coming soon.
1: That's very uh, exciting to me. Yeah.
0: Resident tale. This one looked pretty cool. I guess this is pulp. Like it's very dense though. Like there's a lot of detail and it, it looked a lot like uh link's awakening very closely inspired by, or excuse me, uh link to the past inspired by those. Well, both of those games, I guess. So it's an adventure game with puzzles and whatnot uh, coming eventually. Gun Trails coming very soon, July eighteenth. That's like by the next episode, we will probably play this twin stick shooter in quotes on the play date. Uh, yeah, looks amazing. Graphics are amazing. I think we've mentioned it in the past. I can't believe it's coming that soon. Yeah. Snatchy Carrots, one of our favorite games. On which which Zanya lasagna release was this? It was the bundle game right in the
2: bundle yeah yeah
0: Yeah. so it's going to be a standalone game now you like run around collect carrots as fast as you can and so it's a high score chaser and now it's going to be its own standalone game um alongside a comic book with the story of the game on september 30th so it's really fun uh highly recommend checking that out when it when it comes out and then the fun in the sun bundle 10 games for 20 uh started july 2nd excuse me july 6th and runs through august 10th i think I think some of your games are in the bundle, right,
2: No, none of mine nope. in this in this bundle no. Oh, you're in a different bundle. or You're in I've your been own in bundle. Like every bundle since. <laughs> no, I've, okay. There's also the Pixel Ghost bundle um, where you can get three of my games for some discount. But yeah, I'm not in this one. Okay, my mistake. Uh, this one has Reach the Ocean, Pocket Pets, Distill My Beating Heart,
0: King's Dungeon. Now that's what I call pulp. Dreamer Adventure, which I don't know that I've heard of. Uh, check dungeons and doggos art and and dog Knows chapter one so very good games and that's at t- 10 games for 20 bucks so two bucks each uh, great deal there yeah. so again that's running through august 10th and i think this was oh we're getting near the end here space rat miner i love these uh digging games these mining games this one looked to be no ex- no exception uh very detailed graphics and whatnot coming later this year
2: yeah, this is another highlight. This looks like very, very high-quality game. Got the oxygen bar. That's all I need. Ways to make that oxygen <laughs> bar bigger.
0: Interests me. Mr. And
1: Echoes Driller. Of the...
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Mr. Driller. Yeah, Mr. Driller. Yeah. I played uh, Pocket Mine for hours and hours and hours on my phone. Um, Echoes of the Emergent. Nick, this is from the devs of Bloom. Releasing in okay. Fall 2023. Very slick cyberpunky looking game. Um, so there'll be more updates as the game is closer to release. I could tell just from the font they used. This is from that dev. Was it RN? Was it RNG? RNG. Yeah. I Think RNG. RNG party yeah. games. Party.
2: Yeah. Yes. I, they've they've already taken my money on the pre-order, so I will buy anything that they release. I think Bloom <laughs> is just. It's just incredible, and it's amazing that it was—you know—it's one of the first games that launched, pre-ordered before the device came out, and is such a great example of what what works really well on the playdate. You know, I love the fact that you could go back each—you know—each day or every every few hours. The story was great, very chilled. The 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 crank, very simple use of the crank, but really well done, and the artwork. I just think it's just such a great example of what the playdate's all about. Highly agree. Yeah. and
0: yeah, they got they got a lot of mileage out of all the little features of the Playdate right out of the gate. Yeah. Uh, they set the bar pretty high. So, and way to go out on a bang with that one, too. Mm. That, that announcement. So, anyway, so that's the Playdate Community Direct. A tiny Yellow Machine. The goal is to release one of these directs every quarter, which is very ambitious. But uh, pretty cool. So, we would get one around the holidays which is amazing. Yeah, we don't, I guess we, if we're lucky, we get Nintendo directs and we definitely don't get Sony and Microsoft directs that often. Um, so anyway, it was a lot of fun. It was cool kind of joining the community to talk about all this stuff.
2: So any final thoughts or? No, just great yeah. work. I just think, like I said, it was it was such a good direct. Um, so much, so many surprises, so much creativity coming through and look forward to the next one.
0: Absolutely. So if you have the time, watch the whole thing. But if, uh, if there are things in there that were highlights, jump on and check out those, those links in the article. Um, but some of the some of the uh, items we, we mentioned already are in the indie, indie inventory. Um, so we'll just mention those real quick as we go. But um, we do have some new games in the indie inventory. We got like this huge flood of games this week and a mm-hmm. lot of news, which was really cool. It's like people were waiting for this. Um, so, like we said, Void Blazers, um, Ollie has that $5 pre-order in. Blockbuster, we mentioned very briefly, this did come out about a week ago. It's sort of a Tetrisy type pieces, but they're not falling. You just place them on a grid, and the page doesn't want to open for me, but read the instructions. There's a tutorial in the game. I went in without reading it and could not figure out what was going on. But yeah, you want to read the instructions. You have like a life bar so you can overlap pieces and you just it does damage to your health. But sometimes that's what you need to do uh, to fully fill the board.
2: Yeah, I also didn't read the instructions and didn't realize that you couldn't rotate your pieces. So that I was playing the whole time like this is a bit like Tetris on a square, but you can't rotate the pieces allegedly you can rotate the pieces. So. <laughs> Confirmed
0: you can. You just use the crank. Just I was just crank. playing on
2: hard mode. You just don't rotate the pieces. <laughs> Impossible <laughs> mode. Yeah, low score mode. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Use the crank, turn the pieces. It is It is pretty challenging though because you're like cranking and moving and yeah, securing in place. But a pretty slick little puzzle game, four bucks from Dardoyle. Uh, Brian Dorsey, Backyard Rain Scoundscape. Not really a game. But uh, there's a lot of features here. Uh, that's worth It's worth mentioning. Use the crank to crank up the rain. I need to give this a go as well. Yeah, it's cool. I don't know. I like ambient sound. I like different <laughs> things done with the play date, and that's kind of cool. Anyway, uh, Radar and Rockets 299. We mentioned that during the mm-hmm. direct. Uh, Ausbruch, Ausbruch from Click, uh, often. I don't know German. Uh, this is... I normally don't put this kind of thing on here because it's, it's a alpha game, but it just looks cool. I don't know. It's like a brick breaker, but the bricks are like bricks in a dungeon. And so I've been playing this and it's definitely has some bugs and whatnot, but the dev is very responsive to those bugs. And, um, he's got some dev threads going in the, uh, on the itch page. So leave your feedback and he'll respond and back and forth. But, uh, it's, there's some funny little voice drops and whatnot in the game. It's cool seeing the dev so excited about his game and reacting and going back and forth. So yeah
2: that's cool. it's a really it's a really interesting idea and spin on the on the formula I had a little play before we started recording um, It definitely needs a little bit of TLC a bit of work on like the, the play feel and getting the angles right so that you, you feel like you can aim the ball a bit more. But the idea of you know being able to break through to the next room and then moving up to the next room and it's a it's a very smart idea.
0: Did you get did you get slow down on your device?
2: When um, you're breaking the bricks. I don't think I got slowed down. I just found it difficult to to be able to send the ball in the direction that I wanted it to.
0: Yeah, it needs a little English on the uh, pad there. Hmm. I I got a lot of slowdown. down as the bricks were breaking. They, they would really stutter, but. It's still fun, and there's little spiders, and he added a rat. I guess yesterday that runs around. You can hit the rat. I have an update. But anyway, I'm interested to see where this goes. It's a required yeah. element for
1: playdate games.
0: <laughs> yeah, we need frogs and rats, I guess. Uh, and then CS16 was the last one, which was that uh, synthesizer out free right now. Our pixel panel game, chosen by Ollie. Ollie, you want to drive the car on our pixel panel game here? yeah i mean the car on our pixel panel game here
2: it's very good very good uh it had to be it had to be this game i think i think uh this has been one that's been coming for a while um p racer um p racer or p racing if i just mess it up completely
0: racing yeah racing gotta edit that out now too okay (laughs) not really i don't edit anything (laughs)
2: <laughs> so P racing, so this has been, uh, in the works for a while. We've seen a lot of this in terms of videos and demos coming through. Um, but in terms of one of the big launches that's come through recently, it, we, I think we had to cover it. So it's a, it's a racer, lots of different modes in there. Um, time attacks, and it's even got a, um, what's the, it's got missions through a city and what's the game i'm looking for the football racing rocket league rocket league it's even got like a rocket league mini game as well so there's there's tons of content here it's it's very very impressive yeah there's so many modes it i thought it was just going to be like a mario kart kind of clone
0: but very well done on the playdate because he's been posting images for so long yeah. but then you jump into the game and there's like a million modes and even in there a million options did you guys get into like messing with your suspension and whatnot? Yeah. Oh, of course, Nick did. What did you <laughs> notice the big? Did you notice a big difference when you did? Uh, no. Okay. It looked slick, but I, I didn't mess miss, mess with my suspension either.
2: No, I haven't yet. Um, then you
0: can adjust the crank sensitivity and whatnot to a minute amount. Nick, you're nodding. Did you mess with the crank sensitivity? I did. Did it
2: help? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's specifically in in crank to steer mode, is it? Yes. Because at first I was trying to figure out why you could adjust the crank sensitivity, and I was trying to use. <laughs> when the you crank don't go. use the crank. Yeah. Is this making the car go faster, or like? <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, no. You have I, had, I haven't start. adjusted anything either.
0: Yeah, you do have to uh, crank to start. That's a strong. That is a strong little touch. Go ahead, Nick. Sorry. Where do you crank to start? I was just kidding. Um, is there a crank to start? Yeah, when you start the game, you crank to start. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Maybe you've had it on all week. But when you yeah. first start the game, you crank the, you crank, crank start it the up. game. Yeah. yeah,
1: okay. That's ringing a bell. Uh, did you try the replays at all, Nick? I did, yeah, just to see how they function. I watched myself fail over and over again, yeah. <laughs> but
0: I, I kept meaning to, and I... Forgot to, uh, to try it out. So it just, it just saves the file, like your whole race or a clip or,
1: uh, it's, it's the whole thing. I think, um, it's been, uh, I did that the first day I was messing with it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the whole thing and it just plays a back.
0: So let's see, let me just go over the modes real quick. Race missions, time trial, arena, free ride challenges, and then your replays and your settings. The missions and the challenges are, uh, the challenges are like achievements. So I don't. Let's see. I didn't finish any of them. Um, things like driving on the curb for 80 seconds. So some of them are just kind of like dumb fun. Um, one of them was making drivers angry. Was there? <laughs> did you guys make any drivers angry? No. I didn't notice. I tried ramming into people. I didn't notice any difference. If I made them angry, I have a zero out of five. So like I guess I. Ramming them didn't make them angry enough.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't. I've. I've sort of. I haven't had any of the, the achievement challenges. Is it
0: challenges? Yes.
2: Yeah, I haven't done any. I haven't completed any of those, but played through some of the missions. Some of them are very difficult.
1: They're they're all very difficult. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) you have to like taking pictures of birds as you drive through the city, or there was one where there was like a heist. And you have to like drive away with somebody else and then, (laughs) and then have to chase a a van. And it's, yeah, it's, it's quite difficult, I think, at the moment. Um,
0: I, the the two that I did complete were the gear shifting, Mm -hmm. which I kind of liked. Like you use the crank to change gears and it'll just, it basically, it's just a slider and it moves up and down. You have to very quickly reach the, desired point on the slider which is pretty fun but some of the other missions are very similar to each other like i think even the sprint and the gear shifting are kind of basically the same thing but like deliveries and i think north to south were almost the same thing there's a couple bird catching ones um really the biggest drawback was the constant timer like the restrictions for each mode are very 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 strict Mm-hmm. there's really no room for error. Did you guys ever play Stuntman on like the PS2? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of Stuntman, where you had to yeah. nail everything perfect or you start over. Yeah. yeah. Which was great when you did it, but it might be hours of just trying to nail everything perfect before yeah. you did it. And I, with as many options are in here, I wish there was a little more uh room for air or options to change things. Even the even the tutorial is like you gotta nail it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Chasing that van, I think, is the first tutorial just yeah. to learn how to steer. And the van will turn a corner very quick. And if you go past it and have to like drive onto the grass to kind of get back to it, yeah, yeah, forget it. The van's gone.
2: Yeah, oh. it certainly opens up our conversation again around uh, difficulty in games mm. after Castle Tintego. Uh, yeah, rather than get good, I think some adjustment would be would be great on this to open up because some of the some of the missions are really interesting. I think what they what they've managed to do here is is outstanding. But I'd love to be able to finish more of the missions.
1: Yeah, yeah. technically, it's a ten out of ten. Agreed. Yeah, I think it's technically extremely impressive. But uh, as you've mentioned, the, the very uh, stringent timer uh, is a problem. Um, the, the dialogue or the mission display, uh, I think, could use a little tweak. And maybe that's where perhaps the mission timer could be uh, more readily explained, rather than just having to kind of cast your glance up there as you start. Um, it's, it's a little abrupt, uh, you're, you're thrown into the city and then there's a little, you know, uh, brief description, maybe one window, maybe two windows worth the description. And you're pressing the button that accelerates typically to get past that, barely have an idea of what you're doing. And then you're, you're cast into, you know, sort of a, a semi open world racetrack, um, in order to do it, uh, it's, it's, i I found very, very challenging to figure out what you're trying to do, especially like the, the bird catching missions, there's three or four of them and, um, spotting the birds themselves is, is its own challenge. Uh, I, I find that they blend into the background very easily, uh, for me. Um, so, maybe a change to that sprite to make it or texture. I'm not sure if that, if it's 3D or if it's sprite based, but whatever the case is, uh, it, it's difficult for my old eyes to be able to differentiate them. And like the, the Rocket League style soccer match was impossible. I, I could never see the ball um, to, to actually play. Mm. Uh, and uh, every race I came in fifth, I didn't even really realize until the second or third race that I was racing against others because um, everybody zoomed off immediately. And even if I was, you know, mashing on the accelerator, I did not. So um, I don't know, it, you know, exactly what I'm doing wrong, but obviously something um, in every mode. So <laughs> yeah, it feels okay. like uh, there's there's a little more uh, player. Um, uh, hand-holding or communication that needs to happen maybe um, to make it a little more friendly uh, for people like me who are bad at racing
2: games (laughs) yeah I was wondering if there's something I was doing wrong because I I was sort of accelerating and then just dropping the accelerator as I went around corners Mm -hmm. like touching on and on but not really using the brake very much and that's that sort of seemed to work I wonder if there's like a layer I'm missing because it's very simple in theory, but there's just like that, that idea of having to get it absolutely like spot on to, to beat the mission or, or get the time.
1: Yeah.
0: I, did you guys try the time trials at all?
2: I tried, I tried one. Yeah. A little bit.
0: So the time trials, after you finish a lap, it'll show your ghost. Mm
1: -hmm. And then
0: I like that because then it gives you, okay, well I did this lap in this pattern. So I should be able to improve on that pattern against this ghost. And, and it also gives you a leaderboard. So like, okay, well, if I did it in this time, some other human being did it in this other time. So there should be corners like cut. So the first time I did a, a, time trial, I felt like, Oh, I didn't mess up at all. Like, Oh, I'm a, I did I'm one of the best in the world. I did it. Perfect. Like I nailed it. <laughs> and then I find out like I'm in 20th place. And then I, the second lap, my ghost beat or my my yeah my ghost beat me or i didn't beat my ghost or whatever like i feel like i just i did even better the second lap but my I didn't beat my ghost or um yeah i'm just holding the accelerator the whole time there's no like cutting corners there's no uh using the brake to kind of get around things which is fine but i like i did like the the leaderboard show that another human being could do it but um i'm losing my train of thought a little bit but I, without that, like back and forth of being able to, like, set maybe the leader's ghost to see kind of like how they did it. And that might be impossible to do on the play today, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe that would add some longevity to the game, or, or maybe I could look up on YouTube to see how these better players are doing it if they recorded their best laps. I didn't have the problem you did, Nick, with um, doing bad in the regular races. I did okay. I don't think I ever got first, but I, I wasn't placing last, I don't think. I was kind of in the middle of the track. But if you mess up at all, you will the pack will leave you. But there was some rubber banding. I did notice that. Oh yeah. They I will rubber band. will huh. slow down as you can catch yeah, that's up. That's interesting. <laughs> well uh,
1: apparently not enough. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it depends on the track. There is no I, I, I tried there, four there not of an them. oval track. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, and each one I, I failed abysmally so um, I'm not there's something I, I feel that I'm missing in the way that it controls I've certainly played other racing games the one that uh, visually this feels most similar to for me is F1 Race um, but like a very enhanced F1 Race uh, so that's an original Game Boy game and uh, oh, it's one that, that I poured a ton of hours into that was the four uh, player game right yeah yep. yeah um so i was very excited um but then yeah I, uh i i must have you know the governor on or something i can only go 20 miles an hour or something while everybody else is going 55 but um anyway it's uh it it's definitely fun and i i see um how a lot of people could get a lot of enjoyment out of this game um and it's extremely technically impressive but um it's unfortunately i don't i don't think this is this is a nick game um, in its current state
2: yeah i think i think overall like i was trying to think how i felt about it like whether it's you know outstanding technical achievement whether it's like a proof of concept whether it's like a really great demo for the tech but i think i think fundamentally where i've landed on it is I think even in its current state now, it's like an essential purchase for any Playdate owner just to see what's like, what's possible on the device. And I think even now the racing is, is fun, but I think beyond that, I think the sky's the limit. If the dev is still working on it, I think adjusting some of the difficulty, if there's any way to adjust some of the, the racing, because I play it and I think. Oh, this is this feels a little bit like Mario Kart, if only it had this, or the city feels a little bit like Driver or Stuntman, if only it had this. And then obviously the Rocket League feels like, oh, if only the the physics were a bit more like this, or the but it's on a play date. Like it's a, mm-hmm. like it's it's an incredible achievement already, and it's already fun to play. But if they continue working on this, like this this could be so much more. It, even it's it's so smooth the way it runs. Like It it feels good to play already as well. So yeah, I think generally blown away, but I'd love to see more updates for this, like more things coming through. Yeah, if
0: if there was a little bit more fudge room, uh, a little bit more room for error, it would be a lot more fun to play. But technically, everything ran super smooth. It was fun to do races. The races and time trials were my favorite part. The restrictive nature of the open world, made that less fun but there's the potential is there if it, if it wasn't so restrictive time wise then it would still be fun to drive around the open world mm-hmm. I enjoy driving around the open world but then the time would uh, cut me off pretty quick did,
1: did you do any of the free roam mode? Um,
0: I did but it just kind of felt a little bit pointless um, I don't generally don't do free driving stuff in games I like to have something to do did you mess with the map stuff? Like you can open up the map and kind of look around and you can turn on the mini map in the
1: corner. Yeah, that was essential for me. Um, especially in some of the missions where you're, uh, there's like a crazy taxi. <laughs> Apparently that's the only reference that I can make this episode. <laughs> there's like a crazy taxi mode where you're, maybe it's the heist mission where you're going between these different points, uh, and they're delineated with these, these giant arrows, crazy taxi style. Um, and uh, yeah, that one was very challenging. I needed the map for that. Uh, for sure. Never I remember the it,
0: points but... on the map. I don't remember the giant arrows, but yeah, I found myself referring to the map quite a bit uh, in one of the game modes. I wish the uh, mini map would rotate the other direction because like you're driving down the map and I want it to auto rotate and go up the map. Does that make sense? Yakuza is like the worst at this too. Like Yakuza <laughs> does not ro- auto-rotate. <laughs> so you're like, uh, I guess I'm going down and then left. And when you're going up and right in the game,
1: mm.
0: this is kind of the same thing. And the Rocket League one, Nick, you can uh, adjust the camera so that it tracks the ball or doesn't attract the ball.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, w-
0: which I appreciated. That's something that's in Rocket League.
1: I, I changed the level of detail, hoping that would... Make a difference. Oh, what does that do? Um, it makes it very slightly less crisp. Oh.
2: Um, yeah, I didn't notice the difference, because at one point it asked me to do that. Um, okay. I think it it wasn't keeping up with whatever was happening in the mission, and it said, oh, do you want to adjust the detail down? Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't really notice the difference. I,
1: yeah, I, I don't know if it changes the draw distance or if it has other you know technical implications but uh uh it it seemed to make like the ball in that mode less crisp than in, uh it was um more dithering maybe I, I i don't know exactly what uh how the rendering is happening but at any rate uh the ball was basically invisible both ways so <laughs> didn't help hmm. it,
0: it's like a cute little mode i i didn't get very far my teammate made a couple goals but it was still like <laughs> 2 to 5 or something on the rocket yeah. league mode that
2: that mode's interesting but it maybe needs the most work for it to become fun i'd love to see like a video of someone actually having a competitive match in that cuz it either feels like i can just walk it straight in because the the uh, the enemy ai is not responding or i can't hit the ball anywhere where i like and i'm absolutely awful at rocket league is at the best of times Mm
0: -hmm. yeah same i wish you could play as the cars that are in the rocket league mode though (laughs) the arena mode they're kind of cool looking
2: like trucks
0: yeah oh and nick i was gonna say did you try the airport level you're just like on a tarmac and there's birds everywhere
1: yeah that's one of the bird missions i guess yeah
0: that one kind of trained my eye more for what a bird looks like in the distance. So after I did that mode where I was catching a bunch of birds, which I still failed, even though there's birds everywhere. Um, it made it easier to catch birds in the city.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was bad at that mode. I was bad in the city. I'm bad at catching birds, Don. It, it's Sorry. tough to, to spot the birds. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I, I knew what vague shapes they had, but You know, I wasn't able to pick them out quick enough, especially in the city um, where they're sitting on top of uh, light poles and the like. Cool.
0: Well, it sounds like we're, we have mixed feelings about the game. (laughs) Technically awesome. A little punishing. Still worth checking out.
2: Yeah. I really hope the dev's still working on it. Maybe I need to check them out on social media, but you know yeah. with a, with a few tweaks with a few updates i already think that it's it's definitely worth picking up um but yeah this this could really this could really be something amazing for the for the platform
0: yeah for sure oh and i did look at leaderboards to look for your names i didn't see them which is kind of weird
2: <laughs> i'm not very good at leaderboards <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's pretty much the same people on every leaderboard oh, yeah. but it was nice to see in game like oh I'm 20th I don't know how many people are playing I did like that it gave you a score because some games I'm trying to think of if there was one of them it only shows the top five and so if you didn't get the top five it's just you don't know what you got a different game not uh, P racing. well anyway I guess uh, that's our chat is there anything you guys want to say anything else you want to say uh,
1: just again uh, outstanding technical achievement and I'm interested to see uh, what kind of doors this opens for other developers, um, just seeing what is possible. Um, This kind of very fast, real-time, 3D-esque open-world interface is, it has a lot of possibilities, um, and it's surprising that it runs (laughs) as amazingly smoothly as it does on the playdate um so i'm curious where uh the tech will lead um but yeah
2: yeah i think there's there's always lots of different directions that devs are going on with the with the playdate there's there's you know people putting their first foot into pulp and doing something there there's there's others who are making something that fits the device really well as an indie or maybe porting something over from somewhere else. And then there's, there's this group of devs who are like really trying to challenge, like what you can put on there, like legend of ETAD, Someone's making castle Wolfenstein. I think, I think I've seen like, Mm -hmm. you know, exploring what you can do in, in 3d or faux 3d or whatever you'd call it. But it's, it's always interesting to see what different folks are doing to, to kind of, Push the limit here.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. This I did not expect to see this type of stuff on the play date, for sure. It's always cool when you see a GIF or something, somebody posts, and you're like, well, that's, that's play date. And for sure, P-Racing is one of those games. You think somebody just put a filter on a, on a video. So, cool. Well, Ollie, thank you. Good pick. And This is a, an unlikely pick, so it's kind of cool to have a guest, uh, guest judge come in. Mm-hmm. With something different. So very Instant. cool. I, I did not pick a game for next week. For our next show. so uh, I'll come up with something for, for next time. I'll post it in the Discord. And on... Um, uh, what's the new thing? Blue Sky? Or Mammoth? Mastodon. Mastodon. We'll get it on one of those. Um, Ollie, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank yes. you for having me. Um, much better... Much Better boopless chair, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Ryan.
2: Yeah, Ryan's going to be dub- doubling the boops in the next show, I'm no, sure. No, no, just no. to make up for it. No, 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 no. Don't tempt him. <laughs> he's going to have pent-up pent up, pent up boops after uh, no boops.
0: He can scream them into a pillow or something. <laughs> yeah. you know, hopefully he's safe wherever he's at. But um, go check out pixel-ghost.itch.io. It'll be on the show notes. And play all of all these games. They're all very—I well, don't know if I would call it hidden fun, but they're all worth playing. They're all, um, yeah, excellent Thought examples. Thought provoking. Thought provoking. Yes. There
1: you go. And uh, especially, life's too strange. 2 unhooked. Which? Uh, what's the too release date? <laughs> yeah, life's too life's
2: too short. What did I say? Life's too strange. <sighs> we well, also got life's too quick from from the. <laughs> A strange article that came out recently it's all the life's all these things
1: life is everything right <laughs>
0: Time to earth yes <laughs> yeah thank you
2: again this is um this is one of i listen to lots of podcasts and this is definitely one of my favorites um so thank you for all of your support for for playdate in the community as well and thanks for having me on
1: we'll be sure to get you some podcast recommendations after this is <laughs> <laughs> Raise the bar on your uh, device there. Yeah.
0: Um well you can uh check us out on Discord. There'll be a link in the show notes, and our website is playdatepodcast.com. Thank you so much, and we'll be back in a couple weeks.
1: Yes. Oh
0: uh Oh, oh yeah, Nick has something to say. Don't I, go away. i Have an
1: announcement. Yeah. So uh I just released updates for four of my commercial pinball games, and one of them has secret playdate connectivity. Um, so if you're, if you happen across one of my games in the wild, uh, try mashing some buttons, see what happens. Nick, that would have been a cool thing to add to the play direct. It would have. Well, it wasn't, uh, released at the time. So lots of the stuff in the direct isn't released.
2: There's another direct coming soon.
1: Yeah, Nick. Could happen. Uh. Could happen. Well, anyway,
0: um, check it out. Check it out. Yeah, go find that uh, Play Day Easter egg on a physical pinball machine. How cool is that? Yeah. Very cool. All right, we'll see you guys soon. Bye.